Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All right, welcome back. It is 1034 in the zone. It's a uh, what, Wednesday? Wonderful Wednesday? Yeah, what the hell Wednesday? That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm a little, it is confusing. I was off for, you know, 10 days and then come back for ad day, take a day off, and you, you guys were gone. And Nancy and I had a blast making fun of you guys while we were uh, – <laughs> And here by ourselves on Monday. I got to say, normally I listen. Yep. I did not. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, you got trashed a lot. Nancy was taking shots at me, though. She was all over me. So I was very hurtful. Um, we are joined in studio by Rich Thompson, who is the athletic director and baseball coach at a school that many of our listeners probably have not heard of yet. He's putting them on the map. National Park College down in Hot Springs, uh, former major league pitcher. And you will notice that um, he's not a Hot Springs native when he talks to you hmm. on the air today. Welcome. Thanks for coming up today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, mate. Hot Springs native now, I guess, right? Yes, we will, uh, we're will. we happy to have you for sure. So you are originally from Australia? Yep. Yeah, originally from Sydney. Uh, signed with the Angels when I was 17 and ended up coming out of the U.S. Um, and now getting getting to be here in Arkansas resident and, and love Arkansas. How many Aussies have pitched in the majors, do you know? Or played in the majors? 40. I'm number 25. How about that? Yeah. So you get the whole history on that. Yeah, so it's kind of a cool thing because we're a small uh we're a small group, you know. It's a baseball's not huge in Australia, but uh growing and and we got the pro league down there now, so that's uh that's an exciting piece too. What else did you play growing up? Uh everything. Uh cricket, rugby, you know, soccer, all the all the Aussie sports, swam, you know, all the Olympic sort of style sports I think is probably what the big ones are at home. How popular is baseball in Australia? Um popular enough. we we want to grow it um you know it's good i talk to my boys back home a lot and um and the the league's growing well uh we get a lot of uh, imports every year from um for the pro league so each team gets about six imports Mm -hmm. usually through uh, major league baseball team um, sponsorships or uh, partnerships so it's a it's a really nice league down there a lot of ex big league guys triple a guys you know um, D.D. Gregorius was in that league. So a lot, yeah. of, lot of guys that end up going on to play in the big leagues, uh, top, top prospect guys. Instead of going to Dominican, Venezuela, they'll go down there. So tell us about your – before we get into what you're doing now, and then also we wanted to – I guess the, the impetus of all this was your experience with the Savannah Bananas, which have become, I think, pretty well known, I think, across the country for all the unique things they do for baseball. But uh, but as far as your professional career, you, you were telling us uh, Travs was probably your most important stop, right? Yeah, so, you know, obviously Travs is why I'm here in Arkansas now. I met my wife here, and, um, you know, now we're, we've lived in Hot Springs since uh, we bought a house in there in 08. Uh, she's a homegrown Hot Springs girl, so uh, a couple of kids, and, and we're here in Arkansas, and we love it. And professionally, you played mostly West Coast? Uh, yeah, predominantly West Coast. I got hurt with the Jays in 13, so that would have been my East Coast trip, but for the most part, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, obviously, big leagues would go everywhere. You know that was pre-real in a league. Uh, you'd play the the NL East, I guess, or whatever. We'd played one year, and mm-hmm. you get to play a division. Uh, now it's now it's a little more crazy and a little more hectic. But but you pitched for the Angels and the A's. Angels, A's in the big leagues, um, and then Blue Jays. Um, so it was a, you know, I signed when I was seventeen with the Angels, stayed with them for ten years or so, and um, got picked up by the A's. And then Jays that next year was the first time I ever got to negotiate a contract after the you know i was basically going to play control or club control so what was it the Travs was how where was that on your stops as far as your career that's double a um obviously same as it is now um i'd been geez everywhere cedar rapids iowa rancho cucamonga california yeah 
Um, we went through the A's and then Salt Lake and then the big leagues. Um, it was a, uh, you know, it was a great stop here. Um, I didn't know a lot about Arkansas. It was kind of like an Aussie kid coming from, from Sydney of 5 million people and, and coming here and, and getting the tour of the, the small town USA was great. And obviously Little Rock was that next big step of it. It kind of started to grow and, and then you get to Salt Lake and it, you know, grows yep. a little bit and then you get to Anaheim and it's, it's crazy. So. I remember now, it was years and years ago, and you won't, probably won't remember it, but they, they threw Rich at me as a TV interview. And they were like, and they didn't give me any background. They go, you'll figure it out once you get started. And then I got the accident. Then it was like, oh, okay, here we go. And that was the whole story of being from Australia and playing here. Yeah. What do you think of Hot Springs and, and the community down there in, in National Park College? Mate, I love it. It's um, you know something that I didn't know that I would get involved in, but um, am so happy to be involved in it every single day. Um, Hot Springs is great. You know, you look on a map and you go, "Hey, where are we going to go for vacation?" Yeah. Um, you know, in the tri-state area, you know, quad-state area, and you go, "Well, why does it keep coming back with Hot Springs?" Mm-hmm. You know, I just ended up being lucky to be in a, a vacation town, and that's really what it, it can be. Mm-hmm. You know, you. You got your lakes and you got your track and you got all the things that make uh, Hot Springs great and the, the small community. Um, in a way, it's you know lots of people know everybody and it's kind of what I grew up in Sydney, a small town piece of Sydney, is kind of the same feeling. You know you get you know you know all your teachers you know you know everybody that you kind of get involved with. So it's a it's a great thing to be a part of. National Park's awesome. Um, it's growing. Uh, you know we started athletics about six years ago. And now we're at 10 sports, you know, and uh, soccer, baseball, basketball, softball, cross country, track um, is coming. So um, going from nothing and transforming a college's uh, lifestyle on campus where there's kids and they want to be there. And and we got 200 student athletes now. It's going from some zero to nothing, zero (laughs) to massive. So um, now I just get to organize it all. So as the AD and, and the baseball coach, too, um, what do you think the role is? We were talking about the expansion of JUCO in this state, and I think it's a, a very significant thing because there are a lot of kids that need opportunities to play. Um, what, what, in my, your mind, what's, what role are you guys filling in, in the other JUCOs in the state? What I think is uh, the great piece is that we were losing so many Arkansas kids out of state. You know, Oklahoma was, uh, was Region 2 before. Now with Arkansas coming in and becoming Region 2 also, and going on the baseball side, just alone, uh, we were the first team in in Arkansas. By next year, there'll be nine JUCOs in Arkansas um, in, our, in our deal. So um, those kids that were end up going into the Crowders and the, you know, and out of state into, into Oklahoma and down into Texas, we now keep those kids at home. And also we bring in kids from out of state. International, I had three Aussie kids last year. So, um, you know, just bringing a another level for those kids to keep playing, keep a uniform in their back. But, I mean, we've sent uh, seven guys on to D1 level. The kid that pitched against Vandy for UCA this year was, was one of my guys. Um, and, you know, hit them through four and two-thirds where he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so those kids that, you know, maybe got hurt in high school or, you know, needed an opportunity to, say, develop their game, needed some time to have growth. Maybe they were out of the game. Now they get to keep playing and see if they can keep, keep the dream alive. Is that your, your the biggest success story you have so far? The, the kids moving on. Um, I would say so. Yeah, um, the first year we ended up finishing twenty six in the country. Wow. Um, so we went from you know zero to to really giving it a good shot and um, going pretty deep into the playoffs. Um, but I guess being a, a pro guy and having to develop yourself—that's what I love. I love developing. 
the next generation of kids. You know, somebody put a lot of time into me, so I want to put it into them. So, yeah. um, and that's just you know reciprocating what was given to you. And uh, but yeah, like Wendy, obviously Wendy's story is amazing. Where he he goes to UCA and then and does what he did. Um, but you know, we've got another kid going to Utah Valley on a full ride this year. So it's, um, I think getting those kids those opportunities and those scholarships at the end of the day you end up you know it's probably half a million dollars worth of scholarships leaving mm-hmm. leaving just from our program yeah what can you do for kids at your level um in scholarship wise yeah so kind of the same thing d1 d2 d3 um so d1 you can scholarship anything d2 tuition fees books um and d3 nothing so very similar to the other ncaa programs you know obviously d3 is nothing on sort of uh, tiered down right so depends on what the school wants to invest and that's where we are now so it's a, um, a d2 program um, on everything except for outdoor track which we're we're about to start so it's an exciting uh exciting piece that we're kind of getting through you got your hands full I, I mean as an ad you're out there trying to run these programs i'm sure trying to to fundraise and get as much money as you can to help yeah, spread it out yeah anybody want to give national park nine hooks that'd be excellent um, <laughs> No, it's uh, it's it's crazy. You know, it, it was a big adjustment. I took over in uh, in September last year of AD as well. Uh, massive adjustment. You know, I I got to spend all my time on baseball and do that, and and now it's uh, you know, two hundred student athletes and ten different sports and all the things that have kind of made my time a little less uh, available. <laughs> yeah, we're talking to Rich Thompson. If you just tuned in, AD baseball coach, uh, busy man here um, from uh, down in Hot Springs. So. The initial thing when I, I got word that you uh, were available to visit with us was related to the Savannah Bananas. So this I, I don't really have a full, I guess, understanding of the scope of how, how this came to be or what, what exactly you were doing, but you got to play basically, I guess, exhibition games of some sort with them? Yeah, so Savannah Bananas, I don't know if you've seen them on TikTok or whatever. I think they're almost at 7 million people on TikTok, which is insane, right? Yeah. Uh, more than any MLB team. And, you know, I guess if you just shake your butt on, on TV or on YouTube, then you're going to, on TikTok, you're going to get some fans. Yeah, so, even if you're not a professional baseball team. That's exactly right. So, yeah. you know, they started as a college program. Um, they said they sold two tickets the first, you know, first game ever. You know, now there's a 600,000 person wait limit, uh, waiting list. So, um, Crazy enough, you know, that's Australian baseball small. So we put together a team that is a uh, kind of like an exhibition team to come and play against Savannah Bananas. And it was uh, it was one of the best experiences I've ever been part of. Like, you know, I haven't thrown a pitch in anger for 10 years, you know, since I blew my back out. And, uh, you know, it's the first time I've pitched without um, my job on the line since I was like 17. So um, it was just a great experience. It's You don't realize how crazy it is until you get there. The baseball's real. Uh, the choreographed dances are obviously very well timed, and there's a whole run sheet. It's almost like being on Broadway. <laughs> baseball's just that little piece that kind of uh, that entertains in between. So, I know half the half the stands are probably there, not even for the baseball. You just kind of see them. Just there's 20 different things going on at once. And my wife was sitting in the stands. She's like, and and my son asked if uh, if my daughter had been watching the game and saw me do whatever I did, and they're like, no, there's like 20 different things. We're not even watching the game. <laughs> you, know? but you you got to pitch a little bit. Yeah, pitched a little bit. Um, unfortunately, we got rained out a couple of games halfway through, so I was going to pitch a couple more games as well. But um, got to play first base, which is you know our first baseman got hurt one day. So when's the last time you played first base? Uh, sh- 
yeah, too long, too darn long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I didn't embarrass myself. You know, picked a couple of balls, and so now my college boys, if they drop something, I'm going to be hated. <laughs> so. Is there anything that, uh, I don't know, college, Major League Baseball, just baseball can take from the Savannah ban- the Bananas and, and, and implement and help the game? You know, it's, it's funny that, you know, I was a very old school um, guy as a player. I was probably in that period of where, you know, somebody pimps a home run, you're going to drill them. Um, <laughs> Now it's become almost too far the other way. Um, but what that's given, I think, is the entertainment value. And, and that's what we're really looking for, right? We, we care about butts and seats and, and people coming to the games, selling hot dogs and tickets. And, and it's just something that, you know, with TikTok and all the little things, we want 30-second snippets of, of entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. So if we can add any little piece of that to add to the game, I think that's great. Um, you know, I've kind of kind of loosened my, my old school mentality, I believe. Um, and there is a place, place for this stuff. Did it get too far at one point? I think yes. And now it's starting to rain back in. It's kind of good that they've probably, uh, the umpires have cracked down a little bit on the celebrations and the, and the, you know, everyone wanting to fight each other after pimped home runs and all things. But um, there's there's definitely something to it if there's if just the TikTok followers in general um, or any indication people want that. Can you stick around? Absolutely. Okay, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll visit you a little bit more. How about that? Sounds good. We'll talk to you about a few other things. It's ten forty seven, and uh, we've got uh, well our only Australian guest in a long time in the studio. Rich Thompson, join us. Hot Springs guest by way of Australia. <laughs> how about that? We'll say that. You've been here how many years now? Uh. I've been here longer than I've been in Australia. Is that right? Yeah. So came over in '02, and um, hmm. and yeah. So now I'm been here a lot longer than the other way. Very good. So. Excellent. Hey, Rich Thompson joined us, the AD and baseball coach from down at National Park College, and we were uh, you know talking about a number of things. I didn't ask you about your Olympic experience. You you got a chance to play in the Olympics? Is that right? Yeah. So I was a young kid, man. I was 20 years old. Um, we ended up with a silver medal. So you played for Australia. Yep, played for Australia. Uh, we ended up beating Matsuzaka one nothing to go to the gold medal game. Wow! So that team full of Japanese guys was, I think, their payroll was somewhere over fifty million, and ours was two, and that was by one guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, I was just a, a minor leaguer before I even got here to the Travs in in '04. And this was in Athens. Athens, Greece. What, yeah. a, what an experience! Yeah, I was too young to even realize how cool it was. Yeah. You're like just you know, I was the youngest kid on the team. Uh, you know, we had. Big league all stars like Dave Nelson and, and Graham Lloyd, multiple yeah. winner of World Series, mm-hmm. um, and you know those guys were retired from the big leagues and they came back to play in this thing. And but it's amazing what you know twenty some guys all on the same agenda can do, even if they're under you know under skilled or under you know just maybe not under skilled, but just not quite as premier prospects as let's say the whole Japanese team was <laughs> yeah. or Cuba or yeah. you know like all those guys were. So. Who'd, you, who'd you play in the gold medal game? Cuba. Okay. So I still feel cheated about my gold medal, but um, the uh, <laughs> we had uh, runners on first and second. We had a guy hit a ball off the wall and hit the wall, hit the guy, hit the wall, came down, caught it, turned around, claimed it. And, uh, yeah, we would have had – I think we would have been up 4-2 at that point if that had happened. Mm-hmm. Ended up doubling us off, you know. And that was basically, wow. yeah. Manager got tossed. It was a you know oh, video wow. re- video replay. I need to go. I watch probably it. got a gold medal game. Okay, gold medal. Yeah, 
<laughs> what do you do with your silver, though? That's still a pretty significant accomplishment. Yeah, it's still sitting at the house. Um, you know, I get to break it out every once in a while if somebody's interested in seeing it. And, you don't have it displayed? Um, I'm always worried about getting it nicked. You know, like what if somebody comes in and, you know, it's, it's pretty hard to get replace. it in a case or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, okay, so I want to ask you about um, – well, let me let me start with how people can get to you and how you find guys these days. It is an interesting process, and you talked about the COVID impact is still having an impact. Yeah, you know, it's uh, recruiting was very hands-on, and, and kind of you had to go out to the, the parks and obviously make a lot of phone calls. And and now now it's really based on, you know, you still do those things, but COVID was crazy. You know, you're t- trying to make a decision on a kid with 30 seconds of video and, um, you know, on Twitter or whatever it was. And um, if you want to hit me up, chopper underscore 54 on Twitter, um, that's a good way to find me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Twitter's become a recruiting mecca. You know, you find a lot of kids on Twitter, especially our state, um, the kids that you won't actually normally see. Um, you know, we get a lot of kids out of Texas, Florida, Australia. Uh, you know, we're, we're not just Arkansas, we're everywhere. Um, and I think that's, you know, where this game's gone. It's uh, especially our region. There's a lot of transfer guys from, from bigger programs that come back, and uh, and, and that's really the bigger, the stronger, the the better. That that's that's what wins our league. No pun intended. Ballpark me on how many kids on your roster are Arkansas natives. Um, we're probably half. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Um, let me ask you about big leagues real quick. As a guy who recently pitched and played a position, I uh, just want to get your thoughts on Otani. You guys are about. I mean, you are very similar now. I mean, she, what I did against the bananas is very similar to what <laughs> Otani's doing. Um, no, he's amazing, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something that it's a generational thing we'll maybe never see again, and um, or not not long, not for a long time, right? Um, you know, it's kind of specialty doing it for really what you know my Angels crew that's been around for ten years. You know, I was there for ten years, so um, you know I got to play with Trout and those kind of things. So those are cool Here? things. I uh, know in the big league. Okay, it was Trout got called up in eleven. Uh, 11- I think it was, yeah. and um, I was up there at the time and, and got to see him when he was just a pup. So. Yeah. What was that like? I mean, we get a high-profile a high profile guy like that coming up to the big leagues. How is he received typically? So it was kind of funny. I was telling a story the other day because obviously Trout was 19 when he got called up, and, and we had, I just had Peter Borges who, you know, played a good chunk of the big leagues career, and um, he was by far the best outfielder I'd ever seen. And Trout comes up, he's 19, and he's he's doing these similar things, and and like, oh, you know, he's he's really good, and but Pete, man, Pete's awesome, and at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, but hang on a minute, Pete's 23 and he's 19, mm-hmm. like there's you know there's a difference here, um, and just what he looked like on the field, you know, he looks like a running back on the field comparatively to, you know, a gazelle maybe, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like uh, the typical center fielder used to be. Um, but he uh, he was special. Just you know, to do that at nineteen and get caught up at nineteen. Yeah, there's well, only a couple, right? Andrew Jones and, yeah. and those kinds of guys that have been really good at nineteen. Well, we were happy to have him here, in, you know, North Ark for about forty five minutes. So it was cool while last. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, hey, Rich, thanks for coming up, man. I appreciate it. We'll, we'll do this again for sure. And if we can get down to the event in Hot Springs um, and, and kind of preview that, maybe we'll get you over there. Since you guys have some connections to the the event too, absolutely love, love baseball weekend. That's coming up soon, guys. Come to Hot Springs. You'll you'll get to see a bunch of Hall of Famers and and get to meet a bunch of Hall of Famers, which is really cool. It's a small small atmosphere, no doubt. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. it was great great seeing you. No, thank mm-hmm. you, guys.